This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Swansea has more McDonald's and clean sheets this season, so don't forget your Muck Nuggets are closer than you think with Muck Delivery. The only thing left to say is... You in? Order now in the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app are participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for further details. Hey Spotifyers, click or tap the banner to listen to Rap Caviar. The freshest 50 hip-hop songs on the rawest playlist ever. Brought to you by our friends at Stars and the new season of Power Book 4, Force. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. Welcome back to Swan's Cast, everyone. So, joined this week by the Send Him Off Boys. So, welcome back, boys. Been a while. Yeah, it's been a yeah. while. Yeah. Nice to be yeah. back. So nice got, to be back. We've got Alex nice and we've got back. Sam. Uh, we've also got Alex here. Yeah? Yo. You three all went to the game, didn't you? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, yeah. one one yeah, game man. to talk about this week. We haven't got Lee with us uh, this week. He's preoccupied revising for some exams because you know everyone loves exams. So wish him good luck. Um, he's got his head in his books. Yeah. So one game to talk about this week because we did the podcast a bit later last week and discussed the the previous games. Obviously, the winner Barnsley before that. So we played Red in at home. Um, we'll talk about the game against Middlesbrough then next week. A little bit about. If we'd make any changes, that sort of thing. And um, any news or notable stuff has happened, I guess, uh, since last week. I don't know if there's much there, but maybe some bits and bobs. Before we get there, though, don't forget to subscribe to the channel, as always. Trying to hit 500. We're not too far away. Um, Follow us on Twitter. That's our main social media platform. And don't forget to like as well. That helps more people see our stuff. And let us know in the comments if you think we were chatting rubbish or what you think about the stuff that we talk about anyway. Um, and lads, while we're on the, the topic of sharing, do you want to remind everyone where they can find you as well? You can find us on Instagram at Cinemoff Podcast, Twitter at Cinemoff Pod, all our social stuff. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon, wherever. Uh, just type in Cinemoff. And the same on YouTube. We're on YouTube. We post most of our episodes there, barring any technical difficulties yeah. or uh, editing difficulties. Alex. Uh, is Alex, <laughs> Alex not your editor, is he? No, no I'm, I'm yeah, the editor. But sometimes, sometimes Alex's internet conks out and uh, I can't be bothered to edit like four different <laughs> videos together. So, there we are. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, how have you been anyways? Uh, well, Alex, to start with you then, what have you been up to lately? How's things? What are you doing? As you're aware, working. Um, and that's about it. <laughs> Exciting then. Working, sleeping, and watching the Swans. That's about, that's about the extent of my life at the moment. Well, what about you, Sam? Is there anything more exciting than that? Or pretty much the same? 
it's pretty much the same. Pretty what, much the what same. A, what a um, fun sort of set of lives we lead here, lads. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stop you all there. I'll make it a hat trick. Exactly the same. Anyway, save you the ball there. Well, well, although, to be fair, Al, we, we did chat to somebody from Digging Dom in the Bungalow last week. Oh, yeah, we did do that, yeah. We was did. It, was all right. Was it Dick or Dom? No, it, it wasn't either of them. It wasn't Dick or Dom, no. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who was it? Who was it? It was a gentleman called Lee Barnett, and he was, you may remember him as the prize idiot. I feel like I re- recognise his name. Go on, for those of you listening, if, if you want to go and jump over to our words after you're finished, yeah, feel free to uh, have a remind yourself. Any stories from the bungalow that he had? Or... Oh, it was, we, and we posted an episode about it, so go and check yeah. that out after you've watched the yeah. I'll go check it out, Eddie put it on. I'll have it on in the car on the way to work on my uh, next shift. But um, yeah, check that out if you if you haven't already. Obviously, they said earlier where to find them uh, on Spotify, whatever. Just type in "send him off" and you can find out what happened back in the day in Dick and Tom in the bungalow. Back in the bungalow. <laughs> I feel but like anyway. I'm talking about like, well, God, fifteen years ago, perhaps is it? 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a long time. Anyway, I'm, I'm pretty much the same as well. I've been just working, though. I did go to Cardiff today shopping. Um, Why did you go to that little town up the road for? Well. I've been to Swansea, so exhausted all the shops there. So we just had to go and have a look at the Christmas market and stuff. Um, Anything nice? Bits and bobs, you know, but um, nothing. Bits and bobs. Nothing massive. Didn't actually buy that much. Oh, kind of a bit of a like. All over the for a few bits and bobs. I know. <laughs> I know. Tell me about it. I'm just there, like saying to my partner, like we come all this way and you only bought all you needed to buy for. <laughs> just, <laughs> but yeah, always the same to be honest. But um. It's all right. Good day Thank out. You. Anyway, let's let's get cracking with the football. So, goal fest, if you like, then against uh, Reading at the uh, Swansea.com stadium this weekend. You three obviously in attendance. Um, another quick early start for the Swans as they go on to lead one nil. Ultimately losing the game three two. But Jamie Patterson opening the scoring. Be interesting to see your guys take on the goal from what I saw in the highlights. Um, I don't really know what's going on with the Reddings defending, but Corey Smith just played ball through, Patterson running on, keepers kind of in a bit of no man's land. But to be honest, I think, because Patterson kind of just passes it into the net then, but the defender gets back and covers the shot, but he just kind of makes a mess of his clearance. Looking at the replay, I think he definitely should be kicking Arrow for a corner. Um, so you could say we you know, got a little bit lucky, if you like, but good play to get in that position. But um, Alex then. What do you make of the first goal of the match? Well, the goal was right in front of sort of where I was sitting. Like that, I'm I'm like in the east stand, right in front of the, the nets kind of thing. Well, not in front of, but like to the side. And um, it was a superb ball through. Corey Smith threaded that through a needle. Honestly, it was a brilliant ball. And um, all I can really remember because we all sort of like got up and started like, oh, is he gonna, you know, is he gonna put it in the back of the net? So we all sort of like, you know, nudging each other. And then he sort of rounds the keeper almost. But I did feel like the defender probably could have done a bit more. I think he got his legs tangled a bit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But it was a good finish. Part, the part was on fire at the minute. And I just want to try and keep him in that form. But if we're conceding goals straight away after the, you know... Because you can see everyone's head sort of dropped. And even the second goal we scored, it was again the same story. And Ryan Manning's finished. Well, I won't go into it now. But Ryan Manning's finished with the second goal. I've just completely analysed it. <laughs> derailed, completely yeah. derailed. <laughs> That's no, right. It's true. It's true. It's true because you know you you score a goal like that, you round the keeper, and you you know early minutes of the game, you think, all right, there we are, wins in our back now, and we'll sort of 
we'll get a foot in this game and get a red zone and play the ball. If you're conceding a goal straight after, what's the point? Yeah. You're better off going in middle and then. Um, well, Lee was actually Lee was actually speaking in our little WhatsApp group about the game, and he was saying like, um, when we look forward, it's easy to def- when we go forward, it's easy to defend against us. The teams do the same, blah 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 blah. But I was like, well, hang on. To be fair, right? You know, if we've got seventy percent possession at home, let me just check what we had. Seventy-four percent possession at home, yeah. and you're scoring two goals. I don't think it's the attack you should be criticising. Well, no, exactly. Um, no, I agree. I, I, you know, at the end of the day, seventy-four possession. So you controlled the ball, you controlled the game. You know, the opponents have scored three goals with twenty-six percent of the ball. Yeah, so a lot less time to create the chances. So, like, what have what have you done to stop that happening? And you've scored two goals. And let's be honest, two goals at home, you should expect to win that game if you're scoring two goals at home. Or at least minimum, if it's you know a decent team, you're going to draw it. But Losing after scoring two at home, there's a problem there for me. I don't think the attack is where we should aim shots. One at today. of the goals, what I will say, one of the goals was about a week offside. So I, I don't even know what to talk about that one. That that should never have stood. But I'm not surprised we're having officials like that down the the Swansea.com. Yeah. I was going to say Liverpool, there, but the Swansea.com. I'm not surprised because it was not the first time. It won't be the last time. Well, Blackpool but, game all over it? the officials. Well, I let's say that one the better to be honest. Um, Sam, what? The, before we get on to that offside goal, just want to hear your thoughts on Patterson's early uh, start, early good start and finish. Much the same. We seem to be striking early quite often in games. Um, and it's all well and good when you keep the lead. You know, against Peterborough, I know they were poor, they were a poor team. They were. But... Uh, I think that's doing a bit of justice, to be honest. Huh? Yeah, it is, to be fair. We, uh, we, we struck early. We, we held on to it, you know, and... Uh, that that's where we went wrong. It's the same what Alex said. Is it's no good scoring early if you're gonna. It's no good scoring at all if you're gonna concede straight after. No. Um, there there was a lot wrong on Saturday. Uh, but it's probably the first time I think I said to you coming out the stadium, Al. It's the first time this season that I've come out really and gone. This person didn't play well. This person didn't play well at at home. I missed yeah. the Stoke game. Yeah. I'd like to point out. <laughs> um, so that's the first home loss I've seen this season. I missed the Stoke game, um, and it's the first time I've come out of a game thinking so and so wasn't great, so and so wasn't great. If I could stop you there, right? well, I, I hold that thought because I've got a theory on why that is, right? And I'll talk about that after we've discussed the game. But I think it will make sense when I when I discuss it and tell you what it is. Um, I don't know. Let's see what you have to think about that, but we'll talk about that later on. Alid, um obviously they discussed the goal. I think you'd probably say pretty much the same. But I got a question in relation to that. Obviously, Corey yeah. Smith plays the through ball. However, him Ant and Cham started. But it seemed like they started in the opposite role of what they would normally do. Um, at least at the beginning of the match. Corey Smith was behind the striker from what I could see and, and Cham in the middle. Um, obviously with him getting the assist then, Smith. Was that what it was like at the start? Or was it like it all the time? Or? Um, I'm trying to think. Because to be honest, I... Other than him playing the the ball through, I thought he would pretty much drop straight into um, sort of the CDM role where Downs usually plays, and that's where I realised, oh shit, sorry, uh, we're missing Downs. Where, where's Downs? And it wasn't until until that point I was like, hang on, Patterson's on, Smith's on, Enchem's on. Where's Downs? Um, I don't know whether that's a good thing or not, but I did feel like we were missing Downs. Um, just. Yeah, 
Um, um, yeah, I think I think so. I was surprised to see Downs not in the team, but um, obviously a bit of rotation. So kind of linked to the point I'm going to discuss later as a three game week. But um, hmm. I. I, I did watch the highlights, obviously I wasn't able to attend the game, and for the majority of the first half it seemed Corey Smith was further forward than Cham, which is fine, he's played in that role a number of times, but it's usually when Cham's not on the pitch. I'm surprised that he's flipped them, I thought Cham would have been further forward, and I'm wondering whether part of the defensive like frail- frailty, if you like, is kind of part of that reason, because Cham's not going to do the same job as Downs, he's more of a forward player, and maybe at home is the reason why he's there, because we wanted to attack more, but um, yeah, I think I think it would have been better the other way around like Downs likes to drop into centre-back and kind of act as a, an extra centre-back sometimes, I just can't see Cham doing that, but I don't know Sam, if that's how you saw it as well you were there, so Um Initially, yes. Obviously, he got the assist. But I felt that in the first 20, 25 minutes, and Sham was probably our most creative outlet. Um, yeah, yeah. But like, was if Corey Smith's further forward and then Sham's coming from centre mid, do you think they would have been better the other way around? Or like, were they just swapping during the game? Um, yeah, I, I, th- I think they flitted in between it. Um. Quite hard to pin down in Sham, to be completely honest with you. He's just popping up all over the shop in that first 25 yeah. minutes, and then after about 30... Uh, but I think that well, kind of goes to, goes to the point where, like, if Smith is starting as the deeper midfielder and Cham's starting as the one further forward, if he's going to be roaming in that way, it's better to do it from that position behind the striker than it is from central midfield, where you need to help out at the back, where Downs would normally yeah. be helping yeah. out. So I'm a bit. that's why I'm a bit like... Couldn't work out what was going on there and why they've started that way around, if that makes sense. But yeah, just thought I'd put that out there. I don't know if, uh, if you've got anything to add on that, Alex. Or... Well, I, I kind of want to use that as an excuse, right? To say, like, oh, you know, when Chan is generally more of a, like, you know, more of an attacking player. And if Corey Smith is playing in that sort of more advanced role and, Co- and, um, and Cham is coming up and sort of supporting him with that, then that would leave a gap. Sort of at the back to concede yeah. a goal, but if we're conceding straight away after a goal, there's not enough time for him to do anything other than just stand where he is and yeah. defend because we didn't even touch the ball. I don't think for the, both of their goals, so it's not even like there was an excuse on that part for the goals. Yeah, okay. So I don't, I don't really know what the what the thing is. I don't, I don't say you know Russell Martin needs to do this or that because <laughs> I I trust him fully and I always have. And there's been fans who have jumped on his back since September or even August to be honest with you because they weren't getting results. I've never sort of seen the logic behind that. But I, yeah. I'm, I'm still struggling to see why Chan is playing sort of in that defensive role, especially at home. To be honest, I with do. You. I want to say something. Um, yes, I can't remember the exact words Russell said in his interview, but he mentioned about going into the game thinking that it was already won or something along those lines, um, and I'm wondering whether, has. yeah, whether that the the decision to play Encham and Smith and have them sort of rotating possibly between the two, even though. In reality, Smith should have sort of been the straight swap for Downs, and then Encham should have been playing where he has been playing. Yeah, well, I think the reason he's done it is to try maybe we're at home, so we're trying to maybe be more attacking. That's the only reason mm. I can think of him setting up that yeah. way. Um, I'm not sure whether later in the match they've adjusted. I've got a replay up right now, actually, of um, Redden's first goal, so we'll move on to talk about that. And, and I paused it just as we give the ball away, and it is Corey Smith who's up in the right in the right hand side forward position and uh, and Cham is in the middle, Mac Ryan's a bit deeper. But I think if Downs is there, 
quite often he sits deeper than Grimes, whereas it's the other way around here. So that we gave the ball away here, so Grimes gives the ball away. They're playing around in the other back a little bit, and uh, he tries flicking the ball over, and it gets intercepted. We're caught out here because at the time the ball is given away, Led is still trying to make a forward run on his right hand side, and you can't. I mean. Can you blame him? Yes or no? I mean, maybe you should react a bit quicker and change because the guy over this side is the guy who ends up making the run and scores the goal, right? So, anyway, the ball comes in and I'm trying to think who his name is. Can you recall his name? I'll get it up now, otherwise. The guy who scored or? Yeah, yeah, the first goal. Is it Deli, Deli Bashiru yeah. or something like that? Yeah, yeah that's right. Deli so, Bashiru. So, John Swift plays it from midfield up to the, to the left hand side of our box. He picks the ball up, runs into the box. And what does me on this one? is Bennett comes over to cover because Led is obviously further up the pitch, as I've already said. But Led is coming back to make up the gap. and They arrive at the same time, essentially. Should be more communication for me. I think that is they Bennett. At that, point, yeah, at that point, it's Bennett's yeah. man because he's covering. And I think Led needs to be a bit of communication. He needs to fill the gap that Bennett has left. That's what I think. Obviously, there's no communication. They both dive in. Led's obviously trying to make up for... Oh, I'm out of position, that's probably what he's doing, he's running back to make the tackle and you all know, running that momentum and he tried to make a tackle and someone does a cutback it's game over, uh-huh. isn't it? It was so, obvious um, what was going to happen Yeah, yeah, so if Led covers the gap the guy can't get a shot off there because then he can obviously get in the way and, and defend and mark him but because he does them both, because they both dive in he's got a free shot basically and obviously he scores um but yeah, Sam, start with you in this one. I don't know what you made of uh, made of that other ground. I mean, it was just I was shell shocked to be fair. I was still uh still celebrating the uh the goal. I was like, I can't believe it. I heard the Reading fans cheer. I was like I was like, oh, oh for yeah. that, we, we can see that. So it's the third it, minute it and the fourth minute. Yeah, it was literally in a flash. It was ridiculously quick. Um yeah, like like you said, it was all I felt we were the architects of our own downfall. It with giving the ball away, Laird not being in position, like you said, can you criticise him? Because he was making the forward run. At the end of the day, he wasn't the man to give the ball away. If the ball wasn't given away, then he might have been in a position to do something yeah. going forward. You know, but then when he's come back, like you said, you know, has, have they both dived in? Lack of communication. It's just... Everything was preventable yeah, on it's, Saturday, it's, I look, it's not Laird's fault, but I've just watched it again, and it's a good two to three seconds after Grimes has given the ball away and instantly reacted to where Led actually notices that the ball has been given away. Um, you know, look, for me, it, we've seen it before with Connor Roberts, to be honest, same thing before. But um, yeah, go on, at it. I was going to say, for, for me, uh, Bennett needs to step off there because Led is quite clearly just looking at the ball at that point. Bennett's the one that can see Led and he needs to step off. But I think it preventable in the fact that Grimes all he needs to do is drop his shoulder and turn. Do you know what? Uh, and then I play the ball. I completely disagree than... with you on that one. Absolutely disagree because as I've just mentioned, Led's coming in quite quick. It's so easy to cut back with a player running in that fast. So yeah, but Bennett's got Bennett 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 the better angle. To do is yeah, Bennett's got the better angle to defend that, right? Led, if anything, gets in his way and allows them both to get, you know, done basically because he runs directly in between the man and where Bennett's defending so as the centre-back coming across if he's coming across that he's already coming across so Led should be filling in the gap I think um, that, but that's what I, I that's what I think about that personally I mean they both did a bad job but 
no communication. No, think, nobody's um, covered themselves in glory by our no, day. <laughs> let's, no. let's be honest. I mean, to be honest, right, even if Led wasn't there, the Alabashiru is still stepping inside and breaking Bennett's ankles. So Yeah, he is, but like <laughs> But if he does it to if he does it to Led and Bennett stepped off, he's in that gap where where you said that Led should be, but Led isn't gonna make <clears throat> I can't share my screen unfortunately. But just before Led gets there Obviously, Bennett's coming across, yeah, coming goal side. So if Led doesn't quite get in front of the ball and stays just behind, he's stopping the cutback. Because he's already, he's come from the position where the cutback happens. So if he knows Bennett's already in front of him, because he is at this point, and the guy cuts back, he's cutting back into Led if he doesn't commit to the same place the other defender's already committing. So that's, for me, it's... I've got to be honest with I gotta be honest. Since Bournemouth, right, Ryan Bennett has been off the boil. He's yeah. n- he's not be- he's not been on it for me. And like we can micro scrutinize everything yeah. about that goal as much as we want and say Bennett should have been here a millisecond quicker or Led should have been. If I was Ethan Ledred, I would have gone in the ninety minutes and I would have screamed at every single one of them players. Why didn't you give me the ball more? Why didn't you play me through? Because all game Led was making that run all the way down, and he had just has to stop because by the time he had made the run, he would have been offside. So he he did the right thing in going forward. Okay, yeah, he could have been a little bit quicker. But I do think with the experience Ryan Bennett has got, he should have been able to say, right, okay, well, what's he going to do here? Because I could have seen it. Stevie Wonder could have seen it that he was going to cut in and do that. Honestly, it was so obvious he was going to cut in and score that goal. I'm just led being there and Ryan Ryan Bennett being there at the same time. It just made it far easier for him because he took two players out of the game and it was a free shot for him. If, as yeah, long as he was on track, no, I, I, time I completely agree with you there, but I just don't think we can. If Bed, if Bennett's not coming across, like he's running straight through on goal, isn't he? Because the ground that Led's got to make up to get back, he's got to cover it. Well, so no, if he's I already agree. committed to covering it. I agree he's got to come across, but to yeah. a degree, he's got to sort of shield him out or try and create a bit of time for Led to get back because you're better off having one man extra because, you know, he could at least sort of delay it or, you know, wait for whoever. But I, I do think that diving in there, it was it was so obvious what he was going to do. We could yeah, all see yeah. it. No, that's fair. It's good to have different opinions. I don't know what you were going to say then, yeah, Sam. No, uh, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll let you go. But, I mean, I don't know. Maybe watch a replay again. Because when I'm, I'm just watching it now, and all I can see is Led coming, running at pace, diving in. Bennett doesn't actually try and dive in. But when Led's diving in, he's taken Bennett out of the game, essentially. But he can't do anything. Because he's come in between where he's defending. So at that point, he's useless and redundant. And they are both been taken out of the game. And I know they both did a bad job, but I feel like Led's input of desperation trying to get back has kind of made it worse. Because I think if, if he doesn't come back, Bennett potentially stops it anyway. But he can't because he's in the way. So that's just well, what I see from this angle on the replay. Um, but yeah, what was he going to say, Sam? Sorry. My, my point was just Alex said nobody was feeding Led. I didn't feel like Led took anybody on on Saturday. Oh, I feel no, like... we're, full, we're, full of con- we're full of contrasting views tonight, lads. <laughs> yeah, we're great. Yeah, I disagree that as well. I disagree. I feel like when he had the ball, he wasn't taking anybody on. So if, yeah, I, was a, was. if I was if I was his teammate, I'd be like, no. Well, he would take it on, on, but not do much with the ball. He, yeah, you know yeah, how exactly. usually... And he, he just sort of stepped inside. Left-back's pocket all game, to be fair. And he, he didn't have the best game, but I do feel like he was making runs and he was just being completely ignored. You know, when you when you've got the ball, it's a bit different. But when he's he's got the pace off the ball as well, you just plonk a ball through the middle through him, or you know, out wide. He'll chase her all day, and they weren't doing that. 
I got a stat for you, which might, I don't know, go for or against the argument. Considering how much impact Leds had going forward, yeah, we say he's quite dangerous going forward on the right hand flank, yeah. Ryan Manning's got more assists than him. He's got four assists this season, which is the most assists out of any defender in the championship. And Ryan Manning's played most of his games as centre back. Yeah, but that's because Laird gets fouled every time he's in the box. We yeah. don't get given a penalty. Look, I, I, I was just from the start out there. You, you make out what you want from that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Half the time he gets into position to make an assist, you get kicked. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. I just thought I'd check it I mean, out. He's on about two or three different penalties on different occasions by now, anyway, to be yeah, fair. So I they would have counted as two assists. I would say more than two and two or three. To be well, fair. yeah. I'd say about four or five, maybe. Um, anyway, let's move on from this goal. Maybe we'll uh, we'll watch the, the replay together after the match and come to a conclusion. But um, after the match, after the podcast, I, sh- I mean, <laughs> regardless, in four minutes we won all. We conceded straight away after scoring. Um, I can imagine that was a very frustrated atmosphere at the at the ground. But Andy Carroll then returned to uh, rub salt in the wounds, if you like. This is the one I think you were referring to as being. Offside, just a little bit offside. Yeah. So the replay, like, the replay on the highlights doesn't show it very well because no, the cameraman is moving. You can't see the line. The, the run Andy Carroll gets on Reese Williams. Andy Carroll is not quick, and he's quite far ahead. So, I think you have to like assume that he is offside, but we have no factual angle here that I can. Definitely say I think yes I, no. I saw a picture on Twitter. To be honest, I saw a picture on Twitter that proves I, he might he might as well have been in Pontedawi. To be honest with you, so where was, was the linesman? Like, on a sunbathe, was he? Well, the, the, the linesman, linesman was like behind him. Williams. Yeah, that's yeah, how far back the line was. Was the halfway line? He was closer to the halfway line, honestly. But what are we supposed to say? We can sit here and say because it, it happens every week. Yeah. What can we say? I, I just, I mean, I want, I want to know what happens to this video um, review or whatever they've done for all these penalty incidents because, well, we know nothing's going to come of it, but I just, the standard of refereeing is just abysmal, isn't it? And I know I know you can say you like or hate VAR, but VAR shouldn't, like, if VAR was here, then that, that should well, be was, a correct I decision. To say, I was about to say about VAR because we, we had, um, well, a friend of ours, Callum Laurie on, from Dev and Dill, and he was going on about how VA, which, which, um, it was a Scottish Premiership, wasn't it? Scottish like, Premiership. Okay, yeah, they're having VAR apparently, or well, they're voting it in, out. And we made the point, didn't we, that if if Ross oh. County could have VAR, then there's yeah. absolutely no reason why any team in the second division of English England, football yeah. can't Not have to talk VAR. about Cardiff or any, but they, they've got an international stadium. It, the the international Welsh team play at that stadium. What? Why can't well, they have? I know Luton aren't you know the best ground. I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm pretty sure us and Cardiff have it in the stadium because we were in the Premier League the year before it came in, were we? And uh, Cardiff obviously been up since. Well, Cardiff probably do win. I I don't know about us. I, I believe, I wouldn't I like believe we have got it installed. Somebody's cut some cable because then for sure. we were kicking off in the Man City uh, Cup game, were we? Saying there was VAR in the stadium. Why weren't we allowed to use it? You know, the one we lost 3-2 and we should have. Oh, yeah, that one. There was a big drama about it because we actually had it in the stadium. Because And the reason we had it was because the season we got relegated, the year after was when it was going to get trialled. So every team had to have it installed. And because we were a current Premier League team, before we got relegated, they installed it. And obviously you're not going to take it out, do you? But, um, 
yeah, I mean, it doesn't make sense to me at this point. Um, and that I know, I know, marginal offsides sometimes they can be annoying with VAR, but I feel like you wouldn't have got that was, one wrong. It was blatant. Any everybody saw that. Yeah, well, not everyone. Well, everybody bar one or two <laughs> in purple. Yeah. I gotta say, um, I've just watched the the replay of it, and as he stepped back inside and shot, um, I think it's actually taken a slight deflection off. Either Williams or Norton's foot, and just taking it slightly um, to the to the left hand side of Hamer out of his uh, out of his reach, I think. But you know but what? It's very hard to tell. A part of me is kind of glad that he scored it because if you're not scoring that as a striker who's played for all those magnificent clubs like Andy Carroll has, and if you're <laughs> having those, that kind of Newcastle right, and Liverpool. <laughs> well, Liverpool, Newcastle, whatever, but you know, he's <laughs> played at the highest level, and he's not scoring that with a, a you know advantage of four, five, six, seven yards offside, and he's in front of the keeper, and he's and not the scoring it. Then you know, what hope have we got? Well, so all the best to him. And here, <laughs> no, I'm here to say, right? Not bitter, I swear. <laughs> Reese Williams oh. does good to get back, but I don't think he does good enough when he gets back. And no. And this is the kicker for me, right? I feel Reese Williams only started this game because of the noise Liverpool will be making about him not playing. Well, I think Jurgen Klopp's be on the go what Russell Martin, isn't he? I mean, yeah, but I think Russell Martin just should send him this clip and be like, "This is why he's not on the team, pal." He was. He, I thought he was. I thought he was poor. I don't like to bash him. He's a young player, and I mean, look how Mark Gary started out. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. Look how that happens. Do I think Reese Williams is going to go the same way as Mark Gary? No. Good question. Um, <laughs> but I wouldn't like to say no straight away. I, I don't. It doesn't at, look likely at, at Swansea City. No. Yeah. No. I I agree. That with us probably not. I don't, think he's going to I don't like to bash him. He's a young player. No. Yeah. He, he will find his feet. And it's. I think it's a big difference playing in a team like Swansea to playing in a team like Liverpool last year. You know. Yeah. If, you, you're on Van Dijk and stuff. Ask, now you're on Ryan Bennett yeah. and Carl Norton. So. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I don't want to knock him either, but like, he's been picked for the team, so he's still got to do a job at the end of the day. Yeah, it's not his fault he's been picked for the team. It's not his fault he's come on loan to Swansea. So, but I personally don't think I don't know if we needed him. And I think if he's on the cusp of being in and out of the team and not really getting in, and only getting in because of clauses or whatever, um, I'd rather develop Brandon Cooper. I just, Who's I just signed an like, extension literally yeah, straight just, after? He can go. I don't think we need to replace him necessarily. Just Brandon Cooper's there. He did all right when he started the season, and I don't think he offers anything worse. No, I completely agree with you. Completely yeah. agree. I guess, like you know, oh. it's a confidence thing as well with Reese Williams. Like he, he doesn't have, he hasn't had a massive run in the team. He's probably under pressure now. Maybe the whole situation about Liverpool kicking off isn't going to help him because he feels like. He needs to perform to stay in the team, and you know it's hard. It is tough, and sometimes this is the sort of loan that can perhaps make him later on in his career. It might not be the one that works for him, but it might mm. be the sort of tough period he needs that helps him in the long term. Um, I fully envisage him going back in January. I think I don't think he's going to maybe play the next game. Um, I don't want to say too much because I think rotation might have been necessary, but. The defence has probably performed better since it's been more settled, but at the same time, on a three-game week, we have struggled in the third game, so I can understand the changes. But um, Cabango, perhaps, 
I thought maybe would have been able to just do another one, but it's done now. And yeah, that's all I got to say on it. Does anyone want to add anything there? I'm watching 0.25 speed, and it's come off of uh, Williams' foot and just bounced up above Hamer's hand. Yeah, I don't think that really matters, though, does it? Like, Carol... I, don't, I don't think it warranted that kind of celebration either. I'm not going to lie. Uh, oh, okay. Why didn't he get a yellow card for that? He just know. took the corner flag out of it, didn't he? Because he thought, doesn't play for Swansea, City. I thought that's a yellow card, though, removing the corner flag. I thought, I thought it was as well. I thought it was offside, personally, but, you know, <laughs> things happen, don't they? Yeah. Things happen. They could do what they want, basically. It's fine. Yeah. This uh, the fast man. Um, I guess maybe we should say because we just went in on Reese Williams a bit. That Kyle Norton could have done better as well. Um, I I do think Kyle Norton, Kyle Norton has been one of my players of the season this year, but I don't think he covered himself in glory on Saturday. And I, I, no. I I'd like to take responsibility for this one because before the game, I said to my mate who I went with, "Do you know what? Kyle Norton might be a shout for player of the season so far." I, I said it on the last podcast. Well, yeah. I said oh, it on the last podcast. I said it literally 30 seconds before kickoff. You won't going to feel like Playing devil's advocate again, though, him and Bennett, okay? Like, they're old and they're playing consecutive games and the second one or the third one is always never as good. We said it last season. Maybe if they were gonna, maybe they could have left Cabango in. And I would like to rest it, Norton. But he's, he's vital to the way that Martin is playing. That's why he's, uh, yeah. he's there. To but be I mean, fair, though, I was going to say... Uh, I did something similar. Well, not not me, sorry. Uh, my uncle did something similar in the Bournemouth game. Not Bournemouth. Uh, Blackpool, when they equalised, he went, oh, I'm going to the toilet, so if they score, I don't see it. And they scored. It was literally in the same minute. <laughs> well, 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 well. Let's move on. Um, when was our disallowed goal? Was that a 2-1? That was 1-1, wasn't it? That was 1-0, yeah. And that, that was... Genuinely marginally offside. I think, that, we... that was, I think that might have been onside. Well, a bloke stood next to me, turned around and said, No, it was offside, to be fair. But that was him, that was his eyes against my eyes in that situation. I have not seen any replays. Um, it's not in the Swans highlights either, unless it's in the extended highlights. It's in the extended highlights. ones, and they did do a freeze frame. I think it was marginally offside, but it's frustrating. How, that, how it's frustrating how they catch that. Offside. That's what I'm saying. If, if they're catching that, like that degree, like, you know. And the ref and the linesman can see that in real time, but he can't see it. What's what's going on? Somebody explain it to me. How on earth they're getting away with it? Well, that one went to spec savers, and the other one didn't. He went to boots optician. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Boots opticians is fine. They do good glasses too. Um, <laughs> Eat that other one right there. Pamlan glasses. You know them reading glasses. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. one of them. But yeah, the, it was a good bit of play, though. To be fair. Um, up on the right hand side, if I haven't got that, I haven't got it open. I can't remember who played the ball in now, but it was a ball, a low cross, uh, it was cross led. box. Might have been led. It was led. I think it's led. It was a low low cross, and uh, Peru just uh, taps it in with his left foot. But it was it was a tap in, but it was a good bit of play to get there. Um, so it was a shame to it's see. It's a good goal. tap in as well, to be fair. Yeah, good tap in. As far as as far as, uh, as, tap far in, as tap the, the ball, scale no, of tap no, in, he took it well. He took it. Did he take it on the volley? No. He didn't. It was a it was a ball played along the floor. I was I was jumping up and down, mate, to be honest with you. I didn't know what was going on. I thought we scored. I instantly just saw the flag in the corner because I was down in the <laughs> was it down in the homestand. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was. It's in the extended it's like three minutes forty five. 
right. Yeah, yeah, okay. So yeah, lead plays a ball across. Um and yeah, it's a tap in. It's it's a set it's well the lead got the ball, so you know, I mean you were complaining about not getting the ball. He made a he basically got an assist that was taken away when he when he got forward. So, you know, maybe it could have been equal to man in if that wasn't offside. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, I don't know what he's on. Yeah, it's literally like um, Peru's foot. Although actually I'm looking at it again. He's offside when you look at the defenders. I don't know if he's offside when you look at the I've ball. I've got the uh, I've got the exact freeze frame when his yeah. foot hits the the, uh, the ball. If it is, it's like a centimeter. I know that. I'm not. Oh yeah, it's, it's it's not oh, far off. Miles. He's miles offside. Honestly. Or Perot. Yeah, centimeter miles offside. He, he might be. I, I think. I think. Because you've got to look at the ball, not the last yeah, I know, defender. So I'm looking at. I don't know whether the. Um, yeah, he's he's taking a mick at it. I I don't know whether the linesman. Yeah, I wasn't like, serious. Oh, okay. I forgot the rules. <laughs> I was the linesman's using the defensive line rather than the ball, but for when you're looking at the ball, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know if it is. The lino looks like he's in line with them. though. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Unlike so the one, I think, with like, the, yeah, is he is he looking at the defenders because the, he is offside if you're looking at the defenders, but you know the rule is if you're behind the ball, and I think he's behind the ball or in line with it minimum. There we are. It's one that got it's away. It's a hard chance. It's one that got away. Um, but anyway, we're two and down, going into half time. So do you want to sum the first half up? Anything else happened? I've missed. Obviously, you guys out of the game. Anything key? Grimes' is free kick. <laughs> oh, well, there we are. Straight at the keeper. It's, it seems to be the, the case with all of Grimes' free kicks, though. It's either going to go into OP or it's going to go straight down the keeper's throat. But we've got, who was it? I was reading a stat. I think it was Jamie Patterson that scored, <clears throat> I don't know, four of his last ten free kicks or something like that. Four of his last ten free kicks or something crazy like that. And Grimes hasn't scored one since he was playing. Who was the last club he was playing for? Was it Northampton? Northampton. Yeah, he was playing for Northampton. That last last free kick he scored was playing for Northampton. But I can't work out why he's still on corners and free kicks. I do think he's been quite unlucky with his free kicks, in fairness. He's hit the post a couple of times and with good saves in the, on, in the corner. But yeah, straight at the keeper. Um, he was quite close to the box, wasn't he? I'm not sure if he could have got it up and down over the wall. So he's tried to go through the gap. But yeah, not much, not much there to say, I don't think. I went for a wee at that point. I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> I Didn't miss anything. Well, do you want yeah. to talk, Sam, do you want to lead us on Ryan Manning's uh, volley instead for us to get 2-2? Two, two. Ryan, Ryan Manning's volley, I didn't realise it was a shot. <laughs> when it left his foot, from where I sat, it looked like it was going closer to the corner flag than, it, than to the net. And I literally went, oh, like that. And then everyone started cheering. I was like, oh my God, it's gone in. Like, um, I wasn't very observant on Saturday. I missed a free kick. Um, I missed the first Reading goal because I was still celebrating. And I didn't realise Ryan, Ryan Manning had scored till I heard the cheering. Uh, but all, all in all, I had a good day. I had a nice time. Oh, uh, he, was, he was sat in the box. He was, so he was having I was, it was a nice day. Leon Britton nice was day. mugging him off in commentary as well until it went in. So I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, Alid, was that by where you were sitting? Or the other oh, one? well, yeah, the, the strike, literally, if you take a diagonal up into the stand, that's basically where I was. Um, and i got to say, even for me, it was it was hard to tell that it was going in until you just see the ball just 
dipped and you're like, oh, yes. <laughs> um, but the original angle that from where I was, he still had two players in front of him. So for him to be able to dip that like that was just insane. Um, such a good shot. Yeah, well, basically what's happened, the ball's gone into the box, has been headed away by one of the Reading defenders, and it falls to Ryan Manning, literally on the edge of the box, on the edge of the uh, the box to the left-hand side. And um, he volleys it with his right foot, first time, and it just kind of like dips into the bottom right corner of the goal. Very good strike. Um, I, I thought, is he left-footed? I'm not sure. Yeah, I was about to say, our two goals of the season have both been scored by weak foots. That one and Pirro's against Blackpool last week. Yeah. That was hell of a goal. That's that's goal of the season for me so far. I was sitting directly in the corner where the trajectory of the ball, like, so when it left his foot, you could watch it going into the top corner. And the way it was moving, it was an unbelievable strike for for that one. It was, uh, yeah, it was good. Like, we could tell it was going in because we were sitting directly behind it. I think the rest of the stadium weren't so sure. But, um, yeah, so I think we started cheering a bit early and everyone just joined in. But, yeah, it was good. (laughs) So yeah, um, go to all. I think at this point, realistically, we should have gone on to win the game. I think. However, they decided not to switch on again after the kickoff. So Alex, I know how happy you were about this. So I don't know if you want to lead us into what happened next. Do you know why? I, I I can't. I genuinely can't remember this goal. Run me through it again. Run me through it. Norton gave it away, didn't he? he uh... no, well. It drags back further than that, though. Yeah, I'd say. Was it Grimes again? So I don't think so. I think the, it's uh... the ball gets cleared from Reading. Then Reese Williams, Williams heads head yeah heads it towards Smith, and then Smith plays a terrible back pass. Hospital pass, oh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. To Norton, Norton makes a mess of it, loses it to someone. He kind of tries oh, wait, to no, it I to th- Bennett, but I think wait, yeah, I think, I think he should be yeah. going to the keeper at this point, but. He's under pressure. To be fair, it's not a good, um, it's not a good like ball from Norton, but under pressure, I think he's just not really made a good contact with the ball, and and that's basically the damage. But I think you've got to blame Smith as much as you blame Norton there because that was a hospital ball, ball and a half. I, I I like I said, I if I was Ryan Man and I like we all said it up there when when the goal went in, I, if I was Ryan Man, I'd be fuming, I would be tamping. Because he'd done all the hard work there with that volley, and then just to fart around with it, and you know, hospital pass, hospital pass, and then you know, by the time you couldn't even realise it's in the back of the net. All it's, that hard work. It's also the second goal I've I recall us conceding. I can't remember who the other one was against. Where um, they've hit the post, and then scored the rebound, and none of our yeah. players seem to react. I'm not saying they could have stopped it, but play until it goes in, basically. Like the red and player, obviously. I, 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 when it when it bounced off the post, I thought, oh, you know, we got away with it. But then there was just that one player who was a bit sharper than our defenders. I can't remember for the like. Yeah, it's the second time it's happened. They were watching. Yeah. Yeah. The initial. Oh, well, hang on. The the initial strike took out three of the defenders. At which point, everyone else probably thought it was in. But so I'm looking right now. Someone Grimes and Encham, when the ball is past Hamer going straight towards the net, they all slow down and basically stop. Yeah. 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 It's only Led who's on the line behind uh, Hamer. To be honest, I felt Saturday. I thought I'd travel back in time about 12 years because Andy Carroll and Danny Drinkwater were scoring goals against us. And I was like, what is happening in my head? 
Yeah, I know. I, I forgot Dan Kimball was there until we did the podcast last week, and um, yeah. Yeah. he's actually playing decent for them. When I was in work today, I didn't realise. Has he signed for them? Yeah, free transfer, wasn't it? Free. Either, I think so. Was he on loan from last Chelsea? I, last I heard of him, he was snapping uh, Tottenham players yeah. and under 17. Yeah, under yeah. <laughs> Tottenham UK player. Hey, he's won a Premier League medal, same as Nathan Dyer. Yeah, yeah, but do you know why he's won a Premier League medal? Because N'Golo Kante was the bloke next to it. That's yeah. the only reason he's won it. I, know, I can't believe Chelsea signed him for all that money, to be fair. That's... <laughs> That's Chelsea. They got too much money. Yeah, be nice problem to have it, boys. Yeah, it would be three-two down. Then um, I think we, you know, we tried to get back into the game. In the end, we ended up with nineteen shots, ten on target. So it's not as if we didn't, you know, have a go. I mean, when was the last time we scored? We had ten shots on target. To be fair, we had about four, like almost scrambles. Uh, I think it was two or three. Yeah, there was that, unbelievable. How we, how we didn't score? There's there's there was one where Ryan Bennett stacked it at one point, and then he just completely fluffed his lines. Ryan Bennett. Yeah. Uh, you know. So the, the, I think the, one of the main ones was Crimes uh, having a shot from outside the box that bent towards the bottom left corner, um, and then there was something else that happened, and Cham it was played into and Cham into the box, and he it's a low. Low shot in, which gets blocked by the keeper. I think it falls to Ryan Bennett's feet. He can't get out of his feet. Um, Led had a go at it as well. It gets blocked by the keeper. And then Manning has a go and goes wide, I believe. Or but gets blocked again. I can't, yeah. Just watching it now. So what? Say it again. Bennett. Right, so I've just got it here. The ball go comes on. in from the left. Right. Manning playing the cross. Um, the first one isn't Cham, who right. kind of like shins it into the keeper, I would say. Yeah. Uh, quite similar to a, to one a couple of weeks ago where he should have scored. It might have been against Cardiff, actually, that he had one like that saved. Um, Led kicks it straight at the keeper. <laughs> Basically, yeah. like, him and the keeper's on the floor and he just kicks it straight at the keeper and just take it over and it's in oh, the goal. Like, you just remind me of a massive chance Patterson had. Then it comes out, yeah. and then it comes out, forced to Ryan Bennett, who can't get it under his feet, and he sort of megses himself. <laughs> Uh, and then manages to have a little bit of a snap at it, and yeah, it just gets blocked by a defender. Falls to the edge of the box. Patterson has a go, gets blocked by a defender. Falls to the edge of the box again. Ryan uh, Manning has a go, and is saved by the keeper. So, for some honestly, listening to that, I genuinely wanted to hear like Benny Hill playing in the background. <laughs> maybe we can, honestly. maybe we can get that up on TikTok or something. Put that clip up, Benny Hill. It's sick there, honestly, fit right yeah. in. But didn't um, Ryan Ben clear one off the line as well for us? He not, could, not for them. He might. He, 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 I remember. And he was really partisan at the football head, and then Ryan Bennett just blocked it off, and it was probably one of the best defensive things he's done all game. To be honest with you, <laughs> not a fan of Ryan Bennett at the moment. I see. Not today. Not 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 Saturday. He really, he really, really wasn't on the on form, and he hasn't been. Like I said, he hasn't been since Bournemouth, and I do think it's probably time for him to get dropped and have a bit of a rest. I don't well, know. He did. He did have a couple of games out after Bournemouth, didn't he? He wasn't. Did he? he didn't play against Blackpool, did he? I, I think he, he needed a. I, I think he did. Did he play? Because Blackpool was on, wasn't it? No, it was Cabana, Norton, uh, Manning. Well, I think Manning, he never yeah. off or something like that because he's not he's not the player he was a couple of months ago. He's just adapting to a new style of play. I think he has. He, he, if he gets a bit of pressure, maybe on the ball, he's not the best. But um, I thought he'd been improving. But yeah. Well, I did. Obviously I genuinely. Done, I, I am. You know, on the all, I'm a fan of him. But he's just not. Be, he was. He was not on the boil at all on Saturday. Yeah, that's fair. 
can't argue. Um, anything else then from the game, lads? Before we wrap the this match up, I've I've got two points about that whole situation you just explained. Yeah. Um, I think one, I think Enchem has to bury it. Um, it's probably like... two. Why is it every time we play Reading, no matter which goalkeeper they have, they seem to have a very good game? Yeah, the last Raphael, match Raphael last, had a Ra- Yeah, Raphael had an absolute worldy of a game. Um, and my third point is I don't know if it was in the highlights, but Patterson's chance where um, he just sort of. It's almost an open goal. I think there's one guy on the on the goal line, and he just sort of low strikes Ryan it Bennett, straight right? to the keeper. No, no, no. It was. No, no, I think this is a different situation. Um, I can't remember what happens. I think. I, I think the keeper that. comes out to collect collect the ball. Perot gets in his way, and the ball then falls to Patterson, who shoots, but ends Jeez, up just, the, yeah, yeah, just basically passing it into the goalkeeper again. Um, fair enough. Well, trying to, <coughs> trying to see it. I didn't notice that one okay, on, the, on the highlights, but yeah, it wasn't okay. okay. And you would go right. I'll tell you my little theory. Okay, so basically, this was the third game in the third game week. Yeah. So if you want to go back to the last twi- two that that's happened, so I believe. Yeah. Okay. So the the first one I'm starting with this theory where I've noticed a trend. Because this is when our form started to get quite good. Okay, so when we kind of clicked, we started picking up wins. So that's where I'm going from, and that's the Cardiff game. Okay, so Cardiff was on a weekend. We beat obviously beat Cardiff. Then we went we went and beat West Brom. I said we went and beat. It was at home. So we beat West Brom. That was the second game. That was in the midweek, and then the third game on the weekend after, away at Birmingham, bit sloppy, and we lost two one. Okay, the next one, we beat Peterborough on the weekend. We beat Coventry away. Midweek, third game, Bournemouth lost four nil, bit sloppy. And we we go here. Yes, Blackpool wasn't a win, but we should have won that game. I think. Um, I think it was a fair draw in the end, but we played well enough to win, and we should have had potentially a penalty or two. Yeah, so whatever. We didn't lose, draw black against Blackpool, and you know they were a decent team. Um, we beat Barnsley away. Third game this week, bit sloppy. We lost to Reading. So this game style that Russell Martin is doing, we know fitness was a concern at the start of the season. They didn't have a good pre-season. Um, they weren't fit enough. And then they were fit enough for any normal game plan, let alone this one, which we've got to be quite fit for. Uh, high pressing, high intensity, passing the ball, controlling the game. When it gets to like the third game in a the week, they seem to kind of run out of gas a little bit. They're making silly mistakes. They're doing sloppy things, making little errors. I feel like it's a bit of a trend, the third game in a game week is always the worst, and we tend to be losing it. It'd be interesting to see if that carries on, but I don't know what you make of that now I've uh, maybe brought it to your attention, Sam. I, I, yeah, I get what you're saying, and I get it I, I get it with the game plan, but Reading played three games this week, and they've come yeah. and scored three goals. I'm not making it as an away. excuse. Um, <clears throat> no, no, I, no, I completely, I agree with you, like, there is fatigue, yeah. and it is the game plan, but other teams... Who aren't in that game plan? <clears throat> Sorry, they're going to have three games, yeah. and they're still they're going to be playing three games, and they're going to be high intensity in all of them because that because because of their different game plan. So I, I'm not I'm not for one minute suggesting that Russ Ball yeah. needs to go at no. all. That's not what I'm saying. I am all aboard the Russ bus, right? But I I think there needs to be I don't know. Do do we need to get our fitness up? Can we keep using it as an excuse? Yeah, but this are. this is why I'm bringing it up because, like, 
maybe you know it should be better it shouldn't happen but it seems like it is happening so something that we need to address it's three times in a row it's happened on a three game week so I feel like it's a trend at this point and I feel like it does need to be addressed and and if fitness is the reason and you need to be high intensity and this game style is going to take a lot out of players whatever and, and, and if that's what it is maybe we need to look at more rotation earlier in the game weeks so that by the time we get to the third match we're not all out of gas like why is Jay Felton not getting a look in? Why, you know, I think he, if he was on the pitch, I think we've game, seen a last of Jay Felton. Yeah, we probably really have. Do. We probably have. But I'm just asking that question because if these issues are present, why are we not trying mm. to fix? No, them? I agree. But uh, I don't know. There's something going on behind the scenes as well. It's got to be with him. Yeah, potentially, and it probably is the last we've seen of him. But um, I just think which is quite we could sad do stuff to stop this it. this happening really and. He does need to address it going forward. I don't know, uh, Alex, you've got anything to say on it? I think you've covered it quite well, to be honest with you. I, I think, you know, like you say, with the, the three-game uh, the three game theory, if you will, I thought you were going to start saying, you know, with an eye of Newt and cast some spell or something like that to say, <laughs> oh, you know, with any left, now we'll start winning. But, um, no, it makes sense. But like Sam said, you know, everybody else is playing three games, you know, and it's, you know, we're playing on the same pitch. Yeah. It's, it's all the same. So if it's just a case of getting the fitness up and train a bit harder kind of thing or, you know, work on that side of things rather than, you know, blame it on the third game. No, definitely. I agree. I, I think it's something that needs to be sorted. We can't use it as an excuse. I just highlighted it as a bit of an alarming trend, yeah, no, perhaps, absolutely. that maybe we should keep a lookout because if it does keep happening, there's a problem and the problem yeah. does need to get fixed. So, um It'd be interesting to see how fresh they are now going into Middlesbrough. They've had a week off, and then they've got another week until the Forest game. So that's a big one. We we need to get a win there. But um, let's close off that match then. Any uh, news then in the last week? So I don't think it's been news too on much. One Street. Yeah, word of Wine Street, a little section as we like to mm. call it. Uh, one day I'll make a little jingle to go with it, but um, haven't done it yet. I mean, well, is there any news on the um, MK Dons keeper? We've been linked to a keeper from MK Dons. I saw that yeah, a couple of weeks. But, uh, uh, gone a bit quiet. So, do you think maybe Bender is not not going to be number two? I I don't think Bender's going to be number two. But I, I quite liked him at the beginning of the season. I quite liked him. But then Hamer came in and he's quite solid. But even now, you know, again, since Bournemouth, Hamer was looking quite shaky. And he's not been sort of the same since. He's sort of a bit timid. He'll come out and he'll probably go back. Like, I don't know if you saw the highlights from the Bournemouth game. But there was an incident where he sort of he ran out as if he was going to charge out and get the ball. He sort of stopped himself and ran all the way back. So I, I don't know what's going on there. So do you think this keeper's coming in to be first choice? Well, I don't see why not. I really don't see why not because Russ knows him from MK Don, so he knows what he's about and he'd rather have a keeper that he trusts. I mean, to be fair, a bit of competition is a luxury we don't really yeah. have at the moment. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, exactly. you know, Bender was all right. He wasn't brilliant, but, but he's, clearly, he clearly he's definitely take him over Bender. Bender. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Of course Bender's you would. got age on his side, though, I isn't feel he? like and he's alone, perhaps. I, yeah, I feel like Heyman, though, had a... Was it Blackpool? I think he had a good game against Blackpool. He, he was, was at fault for the goal. He had a good game on um yeah, good you know, not a good game, but a tidy game on Saturday as well. Because he, he wasn't really at fault for the goal. You can't really blame him. And he's pretty solid as far as it went. But uh I did blame yeah. him for the Blackpool goal, to be fair, I did blame him for that. He punched but it. Yeah, because I mean he, he, 
Yeah, that is one thing I've found he's done a lot is punch punch the ball away, and when there's been opportunities yeah, for him to look, catch it, it's fine to punch it. But in a in a corner, you don't punch it to the edge of your box, right in front no, of the goal. You punch it side, like left or right. You you don't punch it directly down mm-hmm. the middle to a position where there's someone that can just volley it into the bottom corner. That's just not good goalkeeping. So that was his fault. But I think he's been solid otherwise. Yeah, I think uh, Bender maybe needs a loan. So it'll be interesting to see. I don't know. Do you know this guy's name from MK Dons? Um, be interesting to see if we go something, in. For him. Something fish. Something fish. I know. It's, I, can't, I don't know his first name. <laughs> Sounds fishy. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit fishy. We had all those on the way home, mate. We had Sam giving oh, us yeah. the uh, uh, all the puns, so don't worry, we've covered them all. Um, well, yeah, we do like to sign a goalkeeper in a transfer window, so could be on. Did I say keep all the goals trapped? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a bit of news. Yeah, yeah, as well. oh, we... we did mention earlier Brandon Cooper signed a new contract, didn't he? So um, you know he's looking yes. to buy more opportunities. He said that um, he was talking in the interview. And he was saying is preferred position is the central uh, like the one in the middle of the three in Martin's mm. system and that's what he's eyeing in terms of um, opportunities. So he signed on until the summer of 2024 with an option for a further 12 months so that's positive news as well um, As I said I hope we see more of him and hopefully if uh, Reese Williams does go back maybe it just means we get to see more of him rather than bringing in another centre-back. I think we should only bring in another centre-back if they're going straight into the first team. I don't want another one that's going to be Euro there, bit of cover. We've got cover. We just, if we're going to Thanks. get someone in, improve oh. the centre-back situation. Sorry, on that note, has Latipodia died? I was, I was about Where to say is he? No, he's I been on the bench, isn't he? Yeah. Where, where is he? He's been on the bench, yeah. He's just been warming a seat on the bench, I think. Oh, yeah. He's come on a couple of times. He just comes on a wing-back now, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, don't know, I think he's another one that, if he's there or not, it doesn't really make much difference. I, he doesn't offer nothing for me at right back, and if he he's a centre back, centre back though. Yeah, if he's a centre back, um, that Russell Martin doesn't trust the centre back has made him a wing back, and now he can't even play as wing back. Then he's got to be on his way out as well. But um, one more thing, I do think Oberfemi might be gone as well. Yeah, let's talk about that because that's a dot. That's an interesting situation. I don't really know what's going on there. I've heard he's got attitude problems, and because I think there was there was this one one incident where he was told, you know, your 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 attitude things blah blah, blah and then he ended up in London club until goodness knows what time. So he was left out of the squad. Then Russ Martin was singing his praises, saying, "Oh, how wonderful he is," and then he wasn't even on the bench then on Saturday. So I think, yeah, he didn't do much when he came on against Blackpool either. To be fair, he does. He he'll, he'll run around like a you know an excited spaniel, but then by the time he sort of Realizes that the game's over. He hasn't actually done anything. He's, he, I think he uh, bagged. Was it one goal against Birmingham? Was that what you say? So he'd be another one Alvaro Vasquez now. It it Yeah, he's done more than a gog. Which, to be honest, hasn't taken too much, is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's that's a shame. It's a shame because obviously that's where the Jamal Loeb money went, and uh, I don't feel like we'll get it back if he does go. We'll probably end up going on loan or something. <laughs> We'll I mean, see. Might, might even ship him out, terminate the contract, or I don't know. What. It all depends on his attitude. Got over like, a million, so, so I don't know if they'll terminate Didn't, it. Hasn't the attitude thing come from where? Who was he at before Celtic? Wasn't Southampton. it where they had the Southampton? Southampton. Um, I don't know. I mean, really have come as a shock if, to be honest. If we take Martin's word for it, though, what he said recently in in an interview about him, you know, he. He said that he needs to get fit and be ready to come on and have an impact. Yeah, yeah. You've seen he wasn't um, offering enough, wasn't he? 
Yeah, and essentially that, you know, Cullen at the moment deserves to be on the bench. And he also mentioned that he he's not fully settled yet. Um, yeah, it's all smoke and mirrors sometimes. Though, so, yeah, exactly. It, it could be something else going on. But if we take those words from the interview as, as exact, then hopefully yeah. we will get our money's worth. We'll see. And the other thing is he's still young, isn't he? So He's still young. It's a busy Christmas period where he's got the opportunity to turn it around if he wants to, I guess. But... um. He obviously needs to. I'm wondering, right? I'm wondering if there's a little bit more to it and that we were linked with him obviously last January. We should have got him in other than him again injured. And that was obviously a Steve Cooper thing, perhaps. Um, or, or club thing. I'm wondering whether like the club got him because he was on their radar from before and their list from before and Russell Martin just wasn't really bothered. Yeah, so, I, I don't think he was... Was Martin the one who signed him or not? Yeah, he signed under Martin, it was like deadline day, but I'm just saying we already basically signed him in January other than his injury, and he was already on the club's radar, so was was he actually like, because he was so late in deadline day as well, was it like a case of we couldn't get the people Russell Martin wanted, but we could get him, and he's been on the club's mm. radar in the past, so they just got him in? Makes sense. I know. Sense. They'll never yeah. know. I mean, for the for the sake of us and having more cover, though, I would wouldn't mind because uh, he has looked promising at times, but uh, other times, obviously, he, he really hasn't. So, well, against Blackpool, it came on, and we needed to win the ball back, and he just didn't help us do it. Yeah, so exactly. he couldn't he couldn't do anything else because we couldn't play because we didn't have the ball. Um, but yeah, he just he doesn't. I think he talked about that actually, Martin, saying he doesn't offer as much defensively as Perot, and he felt like he made a mistake by subbing him off in the Blackpool game. Which isn't what you want to hear if you're a Bafemi, to be fair, is it? So, yeah. No. Um, there we are. Yeah. Well, watch this space on that one, I guess. Um, I don't think there's too much more to talk about. Burst and Selena scored a, scored a hell of a goal for Ipswich. Uh, oh, it was a worldy, wasn't it? It was yeah. beautiful. I think I've seen him trap the ball like that for us before, but um, you never dinked it in that way that I can recall. I think he might have tried one and hit the batter, but he never went in. That was a case of what if, wasn't it? If Steve Cooper didn't uh, ship him off, he would probably be yeah. perfect behind the striker right now. And uh, in the, uh, with Patterson, but then again, I think his, I think his attitude, his fitness, and everything just wasn't suited to the championship. He, you know, he won up to scratch, was he? Clearly, I don't think. Maybe not. He did do good under Potter. To be fair, yeah, yeah, true, true. And, and that's what it would be similar to now. Mm. So, if you're happy playing, maybe. You don't show the attitude, and if you're not, that's when it comes out. So maybe that's why. And I'm not saying he should have attitude. Obviously, so is true, true colours, perhaps under Steve Cooper. So maybe we're better off. But um, yeah, like like you said, Alex, a case of what if. Um, but you could say that with a lot of players. I think as Swansea fans. Agreed. Let's uh, let's look ahead then. Uh, the build up to Middlesbrough versus Swansea City. So Middlesbrough have got a new manager. Is it, Chris Wilder, isn't it? It's Chris, I was going to say, yeah, Chris Wilder, I believe. He has not won a game, though, I don't think, since he's been boss. Or did he win on the weekend, just gone? Won on the weekend. They beat, they beat Huddersfield. Oh, thank God for that, because I was going to say, well, he's going to beat us then, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're sitting on 27 points in ninth place. They're sitting on 26 points in 12th place. But we had Sack, uh, Warnock. They're not really... It's not awful, is it? They're not doing awful. Um, but yeah, sacked Warnock, got Wilder in. Perhaps it was a case of we can get Wilder in. He's still available, so we'll do it. Um, 
what are we going to say our team is going to be then? What changes would we make? Would we stick to the same team? Uh, Alex, let's go with you first. I can see you uh, making some facial expressions there. I think personally, Ben, it's got Ben, it's got all the rest. I really do think Ben's got all the rest. Bring Cabango in if he's not injured. Um, probably Chuck and Chan a little bit higher up and bring Corey Smith a bit further back. Or if you don't want to play Corey Smith, put Downs in because I don't see why you wouldn't play Downs away. I think he's a dog. He'll he'll fight for everything and he'll make it hard for the opposition. And Pat and Piro up front, to be honest. I yeah. don't know what to do about um, Man or Bidwell. Personally, right now, I'd go Man in. Playing both? Like no. It was, working. Both. it was working better, the defence yeah. was, when they were both there. I, I'd leave Bennett in as well. I'd leave Bennett in. I'd take out Reese Williams. And I'd chuck Manning in the back three. With Bidwell the left back. Yeah, Bidwell on the wing, wing back. Um, I'd bring Downs in. Keeping Sham, pushing forward a bit. Obviously, Grimes is there. And then that's your team. P-Roll front. I agree with you. That's what I would do. But I think what he will do is basically what you said, but I think Cham doesn't start, and I think Corey Smith keeps that position. Downs comes into the central position. He tends to like to play Smith there away and bring Cham on away. To be to be fair, it's a really nice dilemma to have. It's been a while since we've had like real, real quality there, and like Corey Smith, I really like. I really like Corey Smith, and Sham is quality, quality. So to to have those two that you could just interchange, it's yeah. just a luxury that we've not had as a team for a long, long time. Like last year, it was pretty much yeah, Grime, Fulton, or Smith, like or or all three. Like that was or, it. Or Horahan, you know. Oh God, don't do well, there we are, then. That's what reminded us. Uh, yeah, I do agree with you. I do like Smith, but I don't know if his best position is forward. I don't know. I, I don't know. How I, I like, like him sitting back. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I agree with you. I think Encham offers a lot more going forward. Yeah. Um, but obviously that's just because I feel like Smith has always just been. Well, he's not an attacking player. Is no, he? not so, always been exactly. He's just a CDM. Although he did do a good assist, obviously in the last game. I was going to say the assist. He's got the quality. You know, he can pick a yeah. pass. I but, just think it's not uh, a natural sure instinct can... to turn and look forward in that no, way that another ten yeah. naturally would. I don't think it's also his instinct to sort of try and take on players as well, like Ancham will. It was that one game that he yeah, was in Cardiff where he nutmegged someone and then got brought down in the box and we didn't get a penalty? Again. Again. Yeah. What a surprise. Um, yeah. But yeah, so the other thing is as well, Smith is fine there, I think, when Led's on the pitch, but when he did a couple of games where it was Smith and Latabodia, oh my God. There was nothing down the right-hand side. Um, yeah. But yeah, we talked about that in the past. I think he's doing it so much now, so it's not a problem. It's, I think, if, if anything, Smith has uh, improved in that role than back then. Alec, any changes to the team for you? I agree with what's been said, to be honest. I, I think we... I think Bidwell is um, a much safer option, um, in a way. Just because, I mean, I feel, if anything... It's down to the amount of game time he's had versus Reese Williams. In a way. Well, and obviously experience the position are they Bidwell and Williams. Uh no, because it would be Manning dropping in, wouldn't it? But Yeah, I was gonna say probably. I mean point I point still stands in a way, isn't it? You know? Yeah, Manning. But the question is is with uh Bidwell's how old's Bidwell? Thirty something? Thirty two? Is he even that old? Or is he twenty eight? Oh hang on. Yeah. Let's find out. Let's find out. Um, he's uh, 
He's 28. Uh, maybe he just needed a rest on the oh, weekend has, as well. He has well. been rotating man in and bid well. Like you'll uh, you'll do two, and then one will play the next one, and then the other one will play the next one after that. So they are like it seems to be. A to be fair, has bid well not just out of beep, well not himself, but has yeah. he not just misses just out of beep? So he's yeah, probably so. you know, being kept up one or two nights as well in fairness. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's a fair comment. Um, but at least we know Manning can fit in there. We don't have the same luxury on the right hand side. Maybe led. Maybe he doesn't need a rest. But who have we got to come in? We haven't really. We've I played no one. I think. I think. Re- I think led needs a rest. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Probably. Do you know the third? Do you know the third game syndrome that you're on about? Yeah. I think led suffers with that more than anybody. Yeah, but that's what yeah. I mean. I'm saying maybe he does need a rest. But who have we got to yeah. come in? Who? 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 No um, one. Because you play like Abodia there, you lose so much from the team. So yeah. then, is a tired you know, lead worth it to get? That's that's the that's yeah, the. You know what? Lata Borgia could have played that pre, uh, Peterborough game, and nobody would have been able to tell the difference. Yeah. I know lead lead was pretty integral to the whole thing, but it wouldn't have made a difference really who played there because we would have beaten them regardless. Hmm. So you just got to pick and choose, really. Yeah. I say play downs there. <laughs> you know, if anything, Smith, honestly, though, right. Jordan Garrick is on loan at Plymouth, right? Depending on if you've got Flynn Downs, you could sort of drop into that back three and like provide a bit of defensive cover. If you've got a purely attacking player playing at wing back, yeah, I'd give him a go. I'd I mean, he did it with goal. Kyle Joseph in the uh, one of the yeah. games earlier this season. Yeah. He had a really good game, as well, uh, yeah, he actually. had a very good game that game. Um, and to be fair, Led basically plays as a forward, so yeah, if Downs winger, can cover, if you've got Downs on the pitch covering. Then yeah, maybe a Garrick with a bit of pace. So um, he'd be a good alternative to Led because he could do quite a similar thing. Yeah. Uh, and Whitaker's around. I think maybe. Yeah. If he's done it with Carl Joseph, why can't why can't he try it with Whitaker? I would rather him try it with Whitaker than play Latipodia there. Yeah. Or if you want yeah, to, Brandon Cooper, chuck Brandon Cooper in the middle and play Bidwell and Manning as their fullbacks. Yeah. I know one of them took the position, but or, or you know. Norton, but I think he's literally decided yeah, Norton I think is his Norton's, uh, Norton's yeah, lost Norton. a few yards now, he? And he's decided Norton is his guy, isn't he, in the middle. So mm. um all right, that's fair. Um a couple of players notable for Middlesbrough then. Sol Bamba is uh in the middle of their defensive uh back line. Well, there's a goal for them then. Guaranteed. <laughs> didn't he score against Cardiff? No, he didn't score against them, did he? He had man of the match, I Imagine that. Imagine that. They did score yeah. over at the end, didn't they? So, um, anyone else? Duncan Watmore up front. Duncan Watmore, yeah, he's all right. Still got Paddy McNair in the team. He's, yeah, he's, he's, right. he's still there in the back. back yeah. um, Johnny Howson. Yeah, yeah. Is it Jed Spence oh, or something? I didn't realise. they got Neil Taylor now, haven't they? Well, they have, haven't they? Oh, right, yeah. there we are. <laughs> Where did he creep into that team? I think they signed just him a free a couple now. of weeks ago, didn't they? Yeah. He'll score over head kick now. I was going to say, yeah, there's two goals then. There but he are. didn't play in the last game, so watch him start this one. Yeah, 100%. Like, I saw their, their left wing back, M. Bola, I'm not sure who that is, uh, Mark Bola. He picked up a yellow card. What should be something ridiculous now that he's just got his yellow card suspension? So Neil Taylor's got to play the next match. And, um,. Like, yeah. I mean, I could oh, research yeah. this for the podcast, but I haven't. So I don't know if Bola has got suspension or not, but that's, it'd be typical. It'd be typical. In Bola. Um, okay, so anything else? Uh, we'll end up in a second. Before we go then, lads, what do you reckon? How's the game going to go about with Middlesbrough, Sam? I'm going to go one all draw. 
I mean, the way from had... Take it. Yeah, I think card. that's got to go up there. It's a tough old game. Well, it might be suspended now because <laughs> weather up there is not yeah. great, is it? <laughs> no. At the moment, so. that's true. That's true. <clears throat> Alex, I was going to say one all, but then a part of me thinks we don't play too bad away from home in general recently. I know we haven't picked up too many wins, but um, I do fancy a sneaky two-one if it's not one all. We have started picking up wins though, Coventry and Barnsley. Mm, yeah, I know. Three. I know we're not, you know, not going on the road and beating everyone. Yeah, yeah. But our form's on to pick up, so I don't see why we couldn't win two yeah. one. I think even like either of you, like a draw or a win, that would be a good result. Yeah. Um, Alid. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I think anywhere in that sort of well, I I I think I'd happily take a, a draw away, but if we can if we can get a win, um. Then obviously 100% will take that. So, yeah, so what are you predicting? Say... You don't want to say. He's not the first city. That was a politician's answer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll draw would be good. But I mean, if we can I'm... get a win, then obviously I'll take that. I'm going to say. <laughs> I reckon I if, I... We can, uh, if, if we can get an early goal and actually sort out our defence, I'd say. I'm uh, going to go ballsy and say 2 0. Oh, God. <laughs> Sheet. To be fair, gonna be played, wrong. last time we played Chris Wilder team was Sheffield United when they were in the championship with us the year we came down because they went up, yeah. We beat them twice. But that was under Did, didn't we beat them over a day, didn't we? Yeah. 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 Dander scored, remember, with his like first touch it, or something? Yeah, there. I did. I was in I was in Lanzarote. You were asking about uh, Latabodia. Yeah. Where's Jan Dander? Yeah, he's died as well, hasn't he? Well. God. Funny how he can't get in that position ahead of Corey Smith. I genuinely, I think there's about 12 players in our squad that I forgot existed. I mean, you mentioned John Garrick, and that was just like, oh my God, he exists. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, So going back to that Mark Bowler guy, he's actually only got uh, three yellow cards, so we're we're safe. Yeah, Yeah, it's just weird, isn't it? Corey Smith getting in the central attacking midfield role ahead of Yand, and it was been trying for like years. At this point, but obviously he's just uh, he's That's just not it. His, uh, performances, it? Yeah, I mean Steve Cooper used to sing praise about him and not play him. Uh, Russell Martin just seems to have chucked him in the closet. So anyway, on that note, same as Felton though. Well, I'm a bit sad about Felton. I'll be honest. But, yeah, me too. Yeah, let's move I think on. What we just learned there is Luke is waiting for Jan Dander to come out of the closet. Then by the sounds of it, not that sort of closet, but. There we are. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, though. But, um... Nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> anyway, thanks for coming on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to... <laughs> I tell you what. What fun, man. Oh. <laughs> send him off. It's literally never simple to send him off. Red card. <laughs> anyway, lads, thanks for coming on. Uh, do you want to remind everyone where they can find your podcast so uh, they can find like, about Dick and Dom in a bungalow. I saw you had Sean and David on as well, didn't you, recently? We did. We had Sean and David on, yeah. If you want to hear um, us talk absolute nonsense, basically, every week, uh, we're not very serious. Uh, we just we just have a bit of a laugh, don't we all? Um, yeah, you, yeah, we... At their nonsense, to be honest. Uh, you can find us on YouTube and Spotify just by typing in Send Him Off. Um, we're on Instagram at Send Him Off Podcast, Twitter at Send Him Off Pod, uh, visit our website, www.sendhimoff, 
podcast.com uh we've got a little blog on there and you can buy our lovely merch uh please do lovely christmas present treat yourself yeah. guys treat yourself guys i haven't looked at our merch for ages and we haven't got a website so that's good that's uh good good guys i'll have to have a look um but cheers for coming on and for everyone else, don't forget you can listen to us on Spotify and subscribe to the channel and like as well. Let us know in the comments what you thought about what we said today. Uh, cheers, Alice, for joining. And, um, no problem. Everyone wishes Lee good luck if you're listening. Good luck in your exam and hopefully you'll be back soon as well. Oh, but, uh, yeah. And yeah, but have a good one, guys, and see you in the next one. Yeah, see you. Sports Social Podcast Network. The match has just finished and you're on your way home. What better way to celebrate that 90th minute winner than a McNugget share box and a few tips with your mates? You channel your inner Ronald as you race to beat the muck delivery home, just making it an injury time. Ordering muck delivery is easy on the McDonald's app. You in? Our participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and term supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.